DRM software chaos left major PC games unplayable. Even some single player only titles were locked out. And supply chain issues have struck again. All this information and more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. We are back with more of that sweet video game news that you need to know on a weekly basis. My name is Erock the Red, and I am here with Full Clip. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Oh, happy as hell to be here, Erock. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm really excited. I, uh, you know, it was a busy day, but. You know, I got my, I got my beer, I got my uh, news, I got you, and we're doing it. Yep, we got a hell of a show today. Yes, yes. What you been uh, doing? Anything exciting? Playing anything? Watching anything? Well, you know, I always say Minecraft. Um, this time it's going to be a little different. I actually picked up uh, gaming or what is it? PC building simulator from Epic Games. What was yes. it? Three couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't have a hell of a lot of experience with uh, building PCs. I did build the current rig and then one right before it, but nothing fancy, nothing crazy. Um, it translated well. I actually couldn't put this game down for a while. I wanted to play it for four or five straight hours the first time and went back, played it again. Really? Um, I have some videos. Yeah, some videos will be coming out of uh, my first attempts at that. That's interesting. Yeah, I saw that came out and I was like... Uh... Um, once I got it in like, uh, you know, one of the humble bundles or something too. And I was like, what even is this? And then, um, yeah, yeah, that's, I'm glad that, uh, that you're enjoying it. It's, uh, this stuff is all, you know, I don't even, I don't know, you know, yeah. anything about it. Maybe I should well, check it out to like learn, uh, about it. Yeah. I mean, it would definitely teach somebody if they don't know a whole lot about the process. Yeah. Um, definitely teach them the ins and outs. It's not 100% accurate, but it's actually better than I thought. There's a whole like uh, there's a whole aspect of it where like your uncle gives you his PC shop and you're getting some emails. Starts simple like I need some more RAM in my computer, and then it progresses. But it's been out for a while, so I won't explain. Yeah. Three year old game. Yeah. Uh, but that's funny. Uh, you played anything interesting? So I, does it get to the point where you just can't do anything because there's like chip shortages? Does that is that a part of the game? That's <laughs> I haven't had that yet. That's in the 2021. That's update. the expansion pack. Where it's just yeah. nothing. It's just you can't play it anymore. Um, yeah, I've been playing something, and it's going to lead into our new releases. It's a brand new game. I've been playing Forza uh, Horizon Five. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do it because I just I've been playing uh, Game Pass over the cloud, and it's been running smoothly. Uh, you know, very well. And uh, yeah, I uh, am. I'm really enjoying it. I uh, hear it's awesome. Yeah, it has been. Um, it's just, it's been an experience, and I'm not a huge racing game guy, you know, but it has been just, it's so immersive and just so well made. Um, but let's talk about it more in our new releases. First up, the first new release, Forza Horizon 5. This came out for PC, Xbox One, and Xbox X and S. Um, right now, it's at a 92 on Metacritic. Huge. Like, it's doing, like, I mean, that's that's unheard of. It's on yeah. everybody's Game of the Year lists and everything now. Um, like, IGN gave it a 10. There's been a bunch of perfect scores. 
and like I was skeptical. And then, like I said, I got in there, and it's just like, and I th- I think people that appreciate racing games more than I do would probably even appreciate it more because like, yeah, it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun playing it, but like, you know, I don't get into all the the you know the intricacies of like building the cars and decorate you know i don't think say decorating the cars when you're putting like paint jobs and stuff like that but um yeah but yeah it's a huge map it's like a variety of locales and different race types and there are over 500 cars that you can use uh and then beautiful 4k visuals um now i'm not getting the the i don't know what i'm getting as far as my visuals i'm playing it on my like basic mac computer um, and then actually today I was playing it on my iPhone too with my backbone controller and wow. that was working great. Uh, I was surprised so you're streaming it over to it. Yeah. So it's all going like over the Wi-Fi on the cloud. So, um, yeah, so there's a career mode, these things called expeditions, which I haven't gotten to yet. And I'm really excited to check it out. But like what it is, like one of them, you're in, like driving through a forest and there's like lightning striking all around you. And one of them, you're <laughs> driving up a volcano and there's like steam, like shooting out around you. Like, it sounds really cinematic, really cool. Um, And then on top of that, there's, like, a huge multiplayer mode. Like, a ton of modes. So, yeah, already it broke records for... um, It had 4.5 million players within 24 hours of it being released. So, it's it's a huge thing. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend checking it out. You know, even if you're not a huge racing game guy, it's just just a very well-made game. Yeah, I was going to ask, because my experience with racing games is, like, Need for Speed, and that's about it. But I enjoy the uh, I enjoy the arcade aspects of that, and from what I know of Forza, like, this one looked really good. I thought I was looking at Need for Speed when I saw some video of this. Is it more arcade or, or is it more of a uh, simulation game? Um, it's in the middle. I would say it's less, it's, you know, it's not like a Gran Turismo or, or anything like that, but it's not like... You know, the, the physics are still, you know, there's there's a lot of reliance on physics. And, like, already, like, as, as soon as I'm doing it, my car's, like, just, um, you know, it's spinning out of control. Like, you know, it's not like the thing where it's grabbing the road and, like, you can do whatever you want. Like, I had to get used to that where I'm, like, I turned a little too hard and I'm immediately, like, just out of control. So, oh, yeah. um, so it's definitely, like, yeah, it's right in the middle. Now, and I'm not a huge, like, car guy, so I don't know, like, how you know, simple changes to engine or, or anything like that would, would affect it in real life as for as far as like a simulation goes. So, you know, I'm the wrong guy to ask about that. But um, you know, it's arcadey enough that I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it because I'm not a big nice. like car driving sim guy. So all right, next up in our new releases, uh same day we had Jurassic World Evolution 2 come out for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One and Xbox X and S. This is a sequel to the 2018 game um, of the same name, Jurassic World Evolution. And it's a management simulation style game where you're, you know, you're building your dinosaur theme park. And uh, what's really cool about this one, it has like this, um, it has a campaign and it's set after Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So it's continuing that and like, you know, Jeff Goldblum's in it and Bryce Dallas Howard, they're uh, in it reprising their roles. And one thing that I reading about this, it's got this chaos theory mode. So it's like scenes from the Jurassic Park movies that, and it's like a what if. So then you're controlling the situation and you, things can change depending on what you do. So 
that's really cool. It's got a sandbox mode, like challenges, um, just tons of new tools, 75 dinosaurs. It sounds really fun. And I'm not like, you know, a management guy, but I am a Jurassic Park guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I played a lot of um, I played a lot of the first one, Jurassic World Evolution. Oh, you did? One. Nice. Uh, yeah, a little bit of it. And, you know, I would describe it as like a zoo tycoon if you played those back yep. in the day. Um, but for dinosaurs, which is always cool. And you have like a whole breeding thing. You have uh, you get really deep with the DNA. You start making things like uh, that didn't exist. Yeah, I think uh, one of those movies. I, I get them all confused. There's like five or yeah. six of them now. They make some so- sort of like abomination of mm-hmm, a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. That's like something in this game that you get to do. Yes, nice. Yeah, I'm learning stuff about you because last week it was the zoo game and you were really into breeding <laughs> things there too. I just like breeding. Yes, things. yes, I'm 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 figuring that out. So same reason you like playing <laughs> Sims. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And Minecraft probably. Can you? Is there breeding in Minecraft? I really don't know. There is. Oh, nice. Plenty of breeding. <laughs> oh boy. All right, another big one that came out uh, last week was Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, the definitive edition. This is the remaster of Grand Theft Auto Three. Uh, San Andreas and uh, Vice City, and it is uh, out on all, every console, including um, the Nintendo Switch. So you know that's pretty cool. But yeah, this. I wonder what are your thoughts on this? You you picking this one up? I'll wait for the reviews. I want to see. I mean, I know that it's awesome. I just got to know whether they've kicked it up to that notch that makes it worth buying again. Technically, I just bought another copy of San Andreas today for the original Xbox. Um, just happened to pick that up with an Xbox. Um, so I don't know. Is it going to be worth it for me to pay $30 for that or play the one that I've got on hand? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um like, there's not much different about it. It's got updated visuals. You know, it's got 4K 60 frames per second on the consoles, PS5 and Xbox X. Um, and then it's got, you know, updated lighting and shadows and updated controls. So, you know, uh, it, you, you, we'll, we'll have to see, like, what it looks like. They did finally release some some footage of it. Man, it looks good. But, yeah, I mean, is it worth, you know, buying uh, them again? I'm going to check out, um, so San Andreas is on Game Pass. I think it's San Andreas. Yeah, that one's on Game Pass. So I'm going to check that out. I was about to check it out today, um, and I didn't get around to it. But, uh, yeah, I'll check it out. We'll we'll see how it is, and maybe I'll go from there. And yeah, the, I heard. Well, okay. I think you mentioned last time that San, or not San Andreas, but uh, one of the others was actually available through one of the PlayStation. Yeah, and then I think Vice City is on PlayStation Now. So actually, yeah, I have PlayStation Now too. So maybe I can check that out too. I guess I really don't need to, to buy this. I already own it through subscription services. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then Skyrim is available on PlayStation Five and Xbox X. So you know, not much we need to say yeah. about that. But happy ten year anniversary to Skyrim, um, and it is a free upgrade from. Uh, if you have it on the, the definitive edition on PlayStation 4, you could upgrade to PlayStation 5. So, you know, go play more Skyrim if that's what you want to do. You, do. Think, you think this will be the last time no. that they announce? No. I didn't think so. No, we're going to see a 20-year anniversary for this thing on the oh, yeah. PlayStation 6. Because that that's where we'll be at in 10 years, I'm sure. Yeah, um, now, this is odd. This is odd that that Skyrim and GTA Five probably hold some sort of record for the most consecutive releases on like game yeah. generations. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy that like this week we're yeah we're celebrating the release of Grand Theft Auto and Skyrim. Um, you know, it's interesting. Um, all right, that's it for our new releases. Let's talk about our news of the week. All right, more issues with the you know the supply chain everybody's talking about supply chain issues that has become um you know a phrase that is known widely um for anybody in the game in gaming uh this year so it's now affecting the steam what is it called the steam deck now this was um set to come out December of 2021 has now been pushed back to February of 2022. So only two months, but the big deal is they're missing that, um, you know, they're missing that Christmas window. So people that got it for gifts or something like that, they're not getting it. But um, yep. Valve has been very apologetic. They did um, issue a comment when they announced this. They said, we're sorry about this. We did our best to work around the global supply chain issues, but due to material shortages, components aren't reaching our manufacturing facilities in time for us to meet our initial launch dates. Based on our updated build estimates, Steam Deck will start shipping to customers February 2022. This will be the new start date of the reservation queue. All reservation holders keep their place in line, but dates will shift back accordingly. So, you know, not a huge um, amount of time. It's great to see that they they were able to you know get around that because I know a lot of people looking forward to uh, to the Steam Deck. Um, you getting one of those? I don't think so. Yeah. You know, on the on the run gaming PC games, I don't know how well they mix all the time. Yeah. Not every game's great for controller. Yeah, I'm. I the idea of it. I I you know I love the idea of it. I didn't I didn't reserve one. Uh, buddy of mine did, so uh, I'll get to see how it how it works, um, and that's pretty much it. Like I want to see how it works. Now, granted, by not being an early, you know, uh, investor into this, uh, who knows how long until they're readily available to 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 the public. But you know, the idea sounds great, just to you know be able to sit on your couch and stream games to it. But we we will see the the four hundred or the uh, sixty four gigabyte one is four hundred bucks. Then there's SSD versions um, for five twenty nine and six forty nine with um, you know larger memories. So it's 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 out there. I'm I'm excited to see what it yep. looks like, but we'll have to wait a little bit longer. I think for people wanting to make the jump into PC gaming right now, and the other global supply shortages that are just keeping people mm-hmm. from doing that, because like we talked about last time, graphics cards are either way too expensive or being stolen on the truck. So yeah. um, this might be your way in. Now, I don't know that it's going to compare to a gaming PC yeah. experience. I haven't looked too much into the specs there. Maybe you can plug it into a TV or something. Not yet. That'd be they, cool. they will have a dock oh. uh, eventually, they announced. But, nice. Um, yeah. And another cool thing, yeah, and like you said, like it's a way to be into PC gaming but kind of more like a console so you don't have to worry about upgrading your video card and all that stuff it's all like built in ready to handle all that so yeah so we'll see we'll see what that looks like uh, come February another piece of hardware that was delayed is the play date now I wasn't really familiar with this little piece of equipment but I looked it up and I absolutely love it it's a tiny little yellow uh, it looks kind of like a game boy. And uh, it has a crank on it. So um, 
it's monochromatic, similar to Game Boy, but crisper. It looks like, um, you know, more like the those new Kindles that are out where it's like the, the Kindle papers. So uh, it doesn't have like a backlit screen. It's like this um, monochromatic thing. And like it has, you know, there's only like four games announced, but it has game uh, creation tools right with it. So you can... Uh, without coding knowledge, so you could build games on that through their website and stuff like that. And yeah, it all it, and and all the games that they have right now have use of this cranking peripheral, where like you have to use it for I don't even know for different things like surfing or like going through. There's like a, a thing where you could go back in time or forward through time, and you have to crank the thing to go through time. Oh, cool. It's very interesting. But the point of this is that that was supposed to come out um, at the end of this year, and that is now also delayed. This one stated due to supply chain issues. Uh, with the CPUs as well as um, the battery that they initially got is not holding uh, as great of a charge. So they put a battery in 5,000 units, found out that wasn't holding a great charge, and are you know uh, swapping that out. They got a new battery on the way. Uh, sometime in 2022, this is going to be coming out. So no nice. uh, firm date from them regarding that. But... Um, yeah, so glad they're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it looks it looks really cool. This was 179 for for um, early uh, for the first 20,000, and they sold out within 20 minutes of these 20,000. Mm, it's like a Kickstarter thing. Or yeah, a- yeah, it was something like that. So um, the thing's so strange. It's it's really interesting, but I think the novelty of it is what sold it. But I don't know for 180 bucks. And then um, lastly, so hopefully you're not sick of us talking about supply chain issues just yet because another thing i want to talk about sony has reportedly cut production uh plans for the playstation 5 by 1 million consoles due to logistical issues and parts shortage um so they were planning on having 16 million units uh by the end of the fiscal year they're only going to hit 15 million so you know this will make it continually more difficult to find a playstation 5 unfortunately but again, you know, they're 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 just trying to maintain everybody. I don't know. I'm yeah. telling you, we talked about yeah. it before. This is the time we we create a cool um, computer chip company. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is happening across the board. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. Um, all those chips just come from a handful of manufacturers, and with the the way things currently are, not looking good. Yeah. For the near future. Well, let's, you know, let's start uh, getting things a little bit more exciting. Let's talk about TikTok. Now, TikTok, they're branching out from um, videos of dancing and entering the gaming world of dancing. They, um, they're partnering with Zynga to launch a new game called Disco Loco 3D, which is a dancing uh, endless runner style game. Now this is it's a HTML5 game so um, you know whatever that means if if you're if you're knowledgeable about that stuff but um, it's going to be yes yeah, basically what they're doing is they're trying to test the interest in the gaming market through TikTok with this uh, endless runner with dancing what is what's your take on this All right um, I'm a, a little bit critical here I don't know what or why Disco Loco 3D is the way they want to gauge interest. I don't know what this game is. Um, now, if you look at it, it's not going to be great. Uh, you mentioned HTML5, and, you know, that 
that's basically saying that it's got to run on a potato. Um, it's it's built to run on potato because this is uh, in some part built for like the emerging world where everybody doesn't have access to these flagship mm-hmm. phones and the phone is their main computing device. Um, so they want to start with some very very like low res, not crazy gameplay. Um, it's interesting. And will I play it? <laughs> Probably not. But, um, you know, I'm not against checking out what they have in the future. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting seeing these different markets getting into gaming. Now we talked about Netflix getting into gaming last week. Um, now that is I, actually, that just came out for, um, iOS, the Netflix gaming thing. Yeah. I, I, I have yet to, to check it out. And then they also announced that they're going to have a, um, a game from Riot Games uh, coming to Netflix gaming. So that's pretty cool. But that was like a rhythm uh, rhythm style game. So, you know, they're, you know, they're doing this, they're, again, to test the interest in there. And then, like you said, for, for um, you know, places that this is their, this is their, con- their video game console, their computing devices, their phone. So, yeah, just uh, pretty soon, though, like, I mean, remember when, like, it was there was an issue like you know with there's how many people play video games and it was like video games are bad and only nerds play video games and now like oh, yeah. dude everybody plays video games everybody's a gamer the your your, yeah, our, your moms cool. your grandmas everybody's uh everybody's gamers now so oh, yeah. yeah so it's it's uh, so did you play Zynga games back in the day like uh mafia war stuff like that on a uh, myspace Facebook. i think so the name sounded familiar i didn't remember any of the uh g- the games or whatever but i do remember that specific name um being being popular um long ago yep um all right well let's move on and uh let's talk about another win for console people <laughs> Denuvo, Denuvo is that uh, is that how we pronounce this domain? Uh, yeah, sounds right. Um, <laughs> so this Denuvo domain, um, they are a DRM um, service for PC gaming. There was a domain that was unreachable, and it caused games to be unplayable until they fixed this issue. Um, I hadn't heard about this until you sent me this this information, and I was like. Because it's all, you know, it's all Greek to me, all this PC stuff, as we've talked about before. But the idea that you can have an, an offline single-player title that you cannot play because this digital rights management company sucks, like, is crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, so the DRM is built to be anti-piracy mm-hmm. and anti-cheat. So... It's basically checking in with that server to make sure that you own that game before you start playing it. Make sure you don't have a pirated copy or something. Yeah. So it is, to an extent, it's kind of necessary that the people, uh, the developers, protect their True. property. Yep. And that they don't just have everybody stealing it. But the downside to that is when something silly happens, like they forget to pay their bill for the you know, $30 a year domain name, then your brand new copy and newly released football manager 2022 stops working yeah that was that and guardians of the galaxy both brand new games that people couldn't play because of this and like looking into it i've read that this denuvo company is not like renowned in any way like everybody had just complaints about it so um yeah it'll be interesting to see how that affects them um this is a big it was a big mess up dude for them to just have like a domain be just unreachable because like you said their contract lapsed or whatever 
so people couldn't yeah. play their games. Now, I don't know how many people this affected. It, it might have been, you know, not as big an issue as it's being made out to be. But just the fact that it could happen is crazy. Yeah, so it, it uh, uh, in addition to Guardians of the Galaxy Football Manager 2022, it also affected the whole new Tomb Raider series, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remakes, and a few more games that all use this de novo as their uh, DRM. So, I mean, it might have been a few hours. I couldn't find a clear answer on that to how long it was actually yeah. out. But, uh, yeah, like you said, it's more about the fact that it can happen, yeah. that you can buy a brand new game and suddenly you're locked out. Yep, yep. All right, and the last thing I want to talk about, we got a, a little bit more of a peek at a game that I'm very interested in. It's a game called Lies of P. It was announced earlier this year. Uh, it's uh, being developed by a, a Korean studio, and this so it's this alpha footage that came out. Um, it looks amazing. It reminds me a lot of Bloodborne, which I've talked about Bloodborne a lot on this show. Um but yeah, it's going to be a PC, PS5, and Xbox title. And like basically in it, you play as uh, Pinocchio. And you have to, you know, go through and kill these hordes of whatever Pinocchio doesn't like. But um, the more that you your character lies, and now I don't know how this is going to take shape. They don't really explain much of it. But the more that your character lies, the more uh, he becomes human. So um, I have a little... Uh, a little um, excerpt from that was read when the game was released uh so as the puppet mechanoid pinocchio you will wind your way through the streets of a ruined city crafting weapons from the materials you find in the world and interacting with the remaining few who managed to survive in this pre-industrial hellscape the more you lie the more human you become with all the advantages and disadvantages that it entails so yeah this game it looks awesome i was not expecting like so when it was announced i was like oh weird Completely wrote it off, and then saw the footage, and I was like, my jaw dropped. I, I was like, I have to uh, include this. So, oh yeah. Um, now this sounds uh, like one of those April Fool's jokes, right? But one of the ones that you hope they actually make. Yes, yeah. I was like, yeah, we're gonna make a Pinocchio game that looks like Bloodborne. It's like, okay, yeah. sure. And uh, yeah, did not know uh, what to expect, and I did not expect this. So, um, yeah. Um. That's it. That's all our news. It was a pretty uh, slow news week, so which is good. You know, we could. Uh, I'm I'm off work tomorrow, so let's keep just go. gonna keep drinking. Um, <laughs> but before we do that, let's talk about our content creator of the week. Now this was uh, this was your pick, and I liked it. As soon as you sent it over, I was like, um, "Steve Nesky, content creator of the week." This guy, um, he's pretty new to Fruit Lab. He's only got a handful of videos out, but what I've seen, like just awesome edits. It's all Apex, um, but awesome edits. It's just awesome personality, uh, doing really clever stuff. And uh, yeah, t- tell me what what drew you uh, to him. Yeah, I first of all, uh, what gained my attention thanks to the team at Fruit Lab who featured this guy on the front page within his first week of being on Fruit Lab. Um, have you seen Hot Ones yeah. on YouTube? Yes, the interview love show? it. Okay, he he tries out the bomb evolution. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that existed, but a new version of the bomb, which is like the worst, most painful hot sauce yeah. on that show. 
Uh, him and his friend do it, and then they play Apex Legends, yeah. and it's gold. Yeah, I watched the beginning. Of it. I, I haven't finished it, but uh, yeah, and he could take you know he could take some heat too. I'd be tapping out like in the first like <laughs> ten seconds of it, but oh yeah, yeah, I was surprised by their calmness. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy, but yeah, they were uh, every video that I watched like. Um, He's just—he seems like a, a dude that you'd want to hang out with, you know. So it's really cool. He's got—he um, does all his streaming through YouTube. He's got a thousand subs on YouTube, uh, but he's on a bunch of different socials. So uh, again, we'll we'll link his um, his Fruit Lab page here along with all his uh, his socials. Go check him out. Follow him on Fruit Lab. He Definitely—he's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's on the come up. This dude's—he's uh, going to be big things for him. Steve Nesky, big oh, yeah. things. So, in addition to that, follow each one of us. I'm Iraq the Red on Fruit Lab. This guy is Full Clip. Also, follow him on Twitch, Full Clip underscore FL. Um, you can hit me up on YouTube, uh, Pop Culture Playground, as well as um, Instagram and Twitter, both Pop Culture Playground. And uh, anywhere you get podcasts, you can listen to this Gaming News Weekly. Now, granted, you won't get to see the wheel, but. You get to hear the wheel. Now, actually, it didn't really make any noises. But next time, I'm going to make a noise for the Uh, wheel. Like a cool, like... I need to click a button next time. Yeah, I'll get some real... Like, I'll get a wheel and, like, a playing card, and I'll just spin it. (laughs) we got to start, like, adding some Foley uh, sounds into this. But, um, yeah, anywhere you get podcasts, you can find this show. Check us out. Subscribe to us there. Just in case you're on the go and you need to listen, get your news fix, you got us in your pocket right where we should be <laughs> all right yep. what else okay. what else do we need to chat about so we need some entries for the spotlight we have to keep doing all the heavy lifting all the hard work and going out and finding people ourselves when people could be dming us and have a really good shot absolutely. at us checking out their content and choosing them for the content creator of the week absolutely we got a short list of uh, people that, that we're keeping an eye on, that we're checking out. But, you know, it's getting shorter every week. So, you know, let us let us know what you're putting out there, and we'll check it out. And, uh, you know, if it's dope, we'll feature you here. And, uh, you know, big things. The la- uh, two out of four um, have become partners since we've uh, uh, had them as content creators of the week. So I'm expecting the other two uh, real soon. But, uh, you know, we'll see. And you don't even have to hurt yourself with hot sauce to get our attention. Yeah, but it does help. It does. All right. Um, All right, everybody. That's it for this week, Gaming News Weekly. Uh, We will see you back here next week for more sweet gaming news. That's a good one.